This week on the podcast from beneath, we are talking with Whitney Benson. They're coming to get you, Barbara. It has been established that persons who have recently died have been returning to life and committing acts of murder. The unburied dead are coming back to life seeking human victims. Whitney, how's it going? Good. How are you? I am doing good. Mr. Poe, how are you doing? Doing fantastic, sir, as always. <laughs> yes. So we were talking before we hit record here about the we had so the weather. We get in the cold weather on this end, Mr. Poe, you'll probably have nice sunny, warm weather. Uh, yeah, today was nice, but it gets cold at night. Well, cold for us, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, the, you know, 50 degrees is everybody's running for their parkas and everything. So, oh my god, that's for us is like springtime and break out the shorts, yeah, shorts and t shirt weather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, um, we'll go ahead and do our corpses from beneath. This is where we shout out people that follow us on uh, various social medias. I usually stick with the slasher app, and that's what I'm going to go to now. Alrighty. Um, so the first shout out I have is, uh, his name is Kenny and, uh, you can find him on here, uh, with the name at channel of the living dead. He has a YouTube channel dedicated to the love of horror nice. and brand new slasher account. Please subscribe to um, his YouTube channel. Awesome. Yeah. Give him a follow. And, uh, another one here, follower. John G, you can find him at Chongo22. He's an indie filmmaker from Los Angeles, California. He makes all genres, but his first love is horror. We also love horror on this show. Mr. Poe, you got to shout out some uh, Twitter followers, right? Yes, I'll go to our Twitter. And the first one I want to shout out, um, I am Josh. You can find him at Captain Mushface, professional animator in Canada and indie filmmaker. you follow his YouTube account. There's a cool cartoon on there. It's called uh, Henry and uh, he versus the reptilian overlords from the cosmos. And I'm going to be able to show this little, um, it's a short cartoon, but I'll be able to show it on the uh, sci-fi side show, the little uh, intermission parts oh cool cool yeah yeah i got in contact with him so he's a pretty cool guy and then last one is andrew jones at a jones filmmaker prolific producer writer and director of independent feature films made in the ghetto uk and distributed worldwide so we have we have some uh, uk followers listeners i should say yeah so that's that's good well they'll, they'll know who andrew jones is um, one of the films that stick out like real quick to my mind is the, uh, Robert series. And I watched the first one, which is, I mean, he does a good job. So Whitney, do you have anybody you want to give a shout out to? Um, I guess I could just say that all of the, my cast and crew for Red Summer Massacre at this point, um, I'm going to I'm going to quickly go through this next segment which is called Tales from Tubi. Tales from Tubi TV. <laughs> this is a remake. This came out in 2015 but it's called Vampires. Uh mm-hmm. deep in the rural English countryside, two tempting daughters mm-hmm. of Erebus, the Wraith-like phantoms Fran and Miriam prey on the innocent and the foolishly brave to tread alone. Uh, this was a remake of a the, the original Vampires, I think, came out like 1972 or something like that. Um, it's basically a, I don't want to say a shot-for-shot remake, but they, they pretty much follow the same, the same plot as the original. And I've seen both of them. Uh, but I really enjoyed, I mean, I like the old one is probably my favorite, but I really enjoyed this remake. I thought they'd done a pretty good job with sticking to what the original movie was. So if you've never seen it and you like vampires and you like watching movies for free on 2 TV, then I definitely recommend this one. It's a good one. 
I don't think I've seen that one. I'll have to check it out. This is really good. Have you ever seen it, Whitney? I have not. I have Tubi, and I love it. Okay. Yeah, so Tubi. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, we love Tubi on here. It's one of our favorites. <laughs> Maybe it have some. It's such obscure stuff that you can't see just anywhere else. It's yeah, I know. I love it. It's great. Plus, it's free. I mean, you can't beat free. Exactly. You can't beat free. <laughs> All right. So you are going to be in the upcoming Red Summer Massacre, correct? Um, I'm not only in it. I'm co-writing. Oh, oh. co-write. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. See, I did not know that. Yeah. Um, the whole thing came about is, uh, I don't know if you guys know Brett Mullen. Uh, he did Bombshell Bud Blast. Uh, bloody ballet. Um, he's he's a very well known director in the indie circuit. Has won a lot of awards. Um, he's a friend, a mutual friend of Josh and myself. Um, and that's how we were introduced. And originally, Red Summer was not what it is today. We were going to be making a fan made film based off of Halloween. Um, and it was going to be the shape of Haddonfield, where the killer was going to be a female, which was going to be myself. So as we started talking, we were putting ideas together, and this is how Red Summer Massacre came about. Um, we put the whole fan-made film on the back burner because we liked where we were going with the ideas for Red Summer. Um, so we just started writing it, and uh, Josh's best friend, who is Zach Bryant, uh, came in, and the three of us are doing it together. Um, this movie is going to be filmed on my farm. I have a 400-acre farm. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we're going to do it all here, um, and I, I'll give you kind of like the synopsis. I'm sure you may or may not know, uh, but basically it's about a band called the Hellfires. Uh, They are leaving from their gig en route to their next gig, and they break down. Um, And they're forced to come and stay at Red Summer, which is a bed and breakfast, uh, which is ran by some witches. Um, Myself, Brittany Blanton, I'm sure you know, Don't Fuck in the Woods. Yeah. She's been on a lot of stuff. Julianne Prescott has a whole plethora of movies behind her name um samantha marie let's see who else do we have uh joe castro we just signed him on to do the special effects uh we have and he's also going to be in it um andy champion we have we have a really good cast i couldn't have asked for a better group of people um it's just come together really really well but uh, they we're gonna pay some classic, you know, homages to Texas Chainsaw Massacre and stuff like that. A little throwbacks here and there, but this movie is gonna have everything. It's gonna have the slasher gore. There's some monster elements, and then it's also got some psychological mindfuck stuff going on in there. And it's nice. it's really gonna be like a it, it's just kind of like hit you back to back to back. You're, you're really not going to know which way it's going. Um, so that's kind of the synopsis of, of what it is. No, it sounds awesome. I remember when the first teaser came out, I'm like, what is this movie about? <laughs> I like the teaser. I don't, if you're talking about the one uh, with the girl in her underwear and bra, blood, like yeah. is that the one you're talking about I, no it was the one where it shows like the woods and then you have that guy uh, it, well, i don't know what it was it was like kind of crouched down and you heard screaming and i'm like what is this uh, i was like that's surprising like the I, first one that we did uh jo- because i have a morgue table that sits in my dining room um it is a very, very old morgue table. I, I do um, horror gore modeling as well for a group called Gorgeous, and it's capital G-O-R-E, lowercase G-E-O-U-S. Um, so we do a lot of shoots as far as that stuff goes. And we came across this morgue table. We were like, we had to have it. 
it resides in my dining room, you know. Uh, so Josh and I were talking, we were like, we want to put out a teaser. I had taken footage from around my farm. He kind of did the opening and then we did the VHS thing where it cuts in and I'm on a morgue table, bound and gagged in my bra and underwear, blood, screaming, crying, that kind of thing. And then it just cuts back to like, you know, pleasant, sunny views of water. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was very well done. I mean, I like, I like when not too much is given away, you know, it was, it it, it caught my eye and it made me even more interested, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that was our, our intent. We didn't want to put a whole lot out there and, because with a lot of mainstream movies, I think today, like a lot of the the good stuff are in the trailers and then you get to the movie mm-hmm. and that's really the only good thing about it. Um, yeah. So we didn't want to go that we didn't want to put too much out there. Um, so that's kind of what we came up with. We are, we want to shoot a proper full length trailer um, prior to the Indiegogo going live on February the 7th, but there's been a lot like weather and we're kind of scattered. Josh is about two and a half hours away. Zach is a little bit, or he's around the same area away. So it's just kind of been challenging getting everybody together at one time. So we're, we're hoping to do that, but if not, it will be out very shortly after we launch the campaign. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, So was Harvest of Horrors, was that your first? No. The first thing you worked on or? No. Um, You got to forgive me. I'm just going off uh, IMDB here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure there could be some wrong information on here. No, no. um, I am. I'm absolutely horrible at updating that. I am. (laughs) I'm not the best. Uh, In 2012, I started a production company with a a friend of mine um, and we produced a movie that was called Deadlines. Uh, It was very kind of Stephen King-ish vibe. Uh, It kind of bounced back between current time and 1969. It was back and forth. Um, We filmed that in a, uh, it was a full length feature. We filmed that in a matter of 15 days, I think. Um, and then once we finally got through post and all of that stuff, it recently just got purchased by wild eye releasing. Um, and they didn't think that deadlines screened horror enough. So they changed the name to terror in Woods Creek. I believe is what they changed it to. Um, but of course, after they bought it, they kind of did whatever they wanted at that point. Um, so that was my first uh, venture into I'm, I'm going to give you props here because I think some people think, oh, a horror movie, all the special effects, uh, a period piece when you're, that's, to me, that's got to be harder. Costumes and cars and, you know, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I mean, so that's. We were very fortunate in having locations, access to locations around where we live um, that happen to have stuff like that and we really didn't have to come out of pocket for the old, our biggest expense really out of pocket was Camille Keaton was in it um, nice yeah she's she is such a sweet and genuine lady I love yeah, her. I've met her before at a convention I love her um, but we we had a lot of access to some really really good actors uh, they love the script they believed in it they wanted to do it uh, and pretty much everybody on our cast and crew just worked with no pay because they loved the script. Um, and it, it did take us a little bit to, you know, properly piece it between current day and flashbacks and that kind of thing, but it came together and it, it ended up really, I was proud of it at the end of the day. So, uh, then the next one that I was involved with was a movie called Redneck. <laughs> yeah, I, that was the Trump, that's the Trump yeah, film. Correct? It was on uh, Truman Hour. I watched it. <laughs> yeah, um, 
a lot of that was actually filmed here at my farm as well. And it was, it, it's not really in the trauma quote unquote wheelhouse because it's, it's not horror related at all. Um, It's, it's like a weird musical comedy kind of thing. I mean, there's no (laughs) horror whatsoever in it. Um, And that was done by John Birmingham who also did uh, Vampires in Zanzibar. Don't know if you've ever seen that one or not, but. Doesn't sound familiar. Yeah. Um, that And he, after he finished that one, he had it for quite some time and then Troma came along and bought it. Um, so that was kind of rednecks and then us filming deadlines was kind of happening all in the same time frame. Um, once we finished deadlines and, and did post production and got through all of that, I had kind of stepped away at that point. I was, uh, my son at the time was in high school. He's a baseball player. So, you know, other stuff was kind of taking precedence at the time. And then I finally got back over into it and then came Harvest of Horrors with Brad. Uh, he's a, I love Brad. He's a great guy. And that was a lot of fun. I was a stripper, vampire, that, you know, I got to bite a guy's dick off. And oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. So, the, uh, so I, I mean, I, I know the Rednecks is available in Troma now. Like, if, if because I, I, I'm kind of interested in the deadlines film, where can I find it at? Is it available anywhere? Um, I don't know that Wild Eye has released it yet. Um, on their end and and like I said they changed the name from deadlines to terror in Woods Creek Um, but what I can do is I will send you guys a link that I have to it and you guys can watch it whenever okay cool awesome awesome thank you so um going back just going back to I guess your history like you're are you a fan of horror have you always been a fan of horror before getting into the filmmaking or? Yeah, I fell in love with horror at the age of 10. Oh, wow. uh, the first movie I, I had ever seen was Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, and I was 10. And I, at that moment, I was just completely infatuated. Um, I would, I was fortunate enough to not, my parents didn't really shelter me as far as what you can watch, what you can't watch. Um, so, uh, they, we had like HBO and stuff like that. So I got to (laughs) stay up and watch, watch the movies that you didn't get to see, you know, on your normal channels. Um, so I just fell in love with it. And then I would sit in my room and write scripts. And then I would make like the neighborhood kids be in my movie. (laughs) (laughs) And then it just kind of, it, it just never stopped. It really just that was my world. That was all that I cared about. That was all I wanted. Um, and, and my mom and dad at that point knew, knew that I was going to be in this industry some way. Um, so they just, you know, as long as I kept my grades up and did what I needed to do, then they were okay with everything. So, you know, I do have them to thank for, (laughs) for not sheltering me and not letting me, you know, have the freedom to enjoy those movies when I did at 10 oh, yeah. years old. A lot of parents wouldn't let kids do that. Yeah. The one thing I'd like to yeah. brag about is the first movie that I remember seeing was, uh, the fog 1979 in the theater. Oh, wow. <laughs> God, that is one of my all time top 10 favorite movies ever. It is good. It is a good one. Yeah. So that was like my introduction to, a horror. <laughs> yeah. I love that movie so, so much. I was like maybe four, I guess, when it came out. Oh, wow. <laughs> so do you enjoy writing more than acting or, you know, have I, you done anything like producing or directing or anything? Well, in Deadlines, I co-produced. Okay. Um, and I did probably half of the scripts. I'm more of a visual person. <laughs> Um, I have to really isolate myself and kind of zone out to and put pen to paper. Um, and Josh is kind of the same in that aspect too, where he's he's very visual and, and Zach is the the really, really good one who can put that pen to paper. 
and mold our ideas and visions into a proper script. Um, but I love all aspects of it. I love, it's a grueling process, but it's to see it at the end of the day after you work so hard to create this movie and then to sit back and see it, it's like it was all worth it. Yeah, I've always I've always said like if I ever like that that was one of my big things was I you know make a movie. I always want to make a movie when I was like I don't care if it gets shown in a theater or if I just show it to two people in my living room. <laughs> like <laughs> then that's the payoff, right? So that's yep. like the best part. Yeah, and we've had a lot of really really positive feedback, which which makes all the difference in the world. We the the buzz has been very positive. Everybody seems to be very excited. Um, we we all get bombarded daily with messages about the campaign, um, you know, with casting reels and that kind of thing. So it's, it's just been a very, very positive and uplifting experience with this group of people. So you mentioned the campaign that begins February 7th, correct? And do you have, I hate to like, Put you on the spot again, but do you have uh, the the perks, the tiers? Do you, is, is some of that planned out? Do you have some of that? You can tell everybody what they can possibly get if they donate. We have so many. Um, there are, of course, like pre-orders of Blu-rays with special covers. We have uh, video thank yous. We have, uh, you know, kind of the typical like you know, your name in the credits as a special thank you, or uh, I know one of them where I think we're going to do is you can come one day on set and have lunch with the cast. Uh, God, there's so many. There's like t-shirts that we wear that we're going to autograph, posters. Uh, I, I saw the final list yesterday and it is massive. But the good thing is that it appeals from from $5 up, so we wanted it that way so anybody can do it. Um, we didn't want to go out and have something that was like, for $100, you're going to get, you know, this crazy stuff, hmm. like, that really isn't, like, I don't want to say practical, but we want everybody who's going to to put their money into this film to feel appreciated and, and that we're very thankful for their contribution and we want to give you something that you're going to really like. So uh, the list was massive. Yeah, I think, I mean, even just getting a DVD or Blu-ray to me is worth it. I mean, if, even if you don't get anything else. And I think the Blu-rays, the pre-orders we're doing, um, there's a couple of different covers that you can pick from that we're going to do and uh, I, I'm pretty sure they're all signed by the cast. Yeah, I was trying to pull, I was trying to pull it up here, but I couldn't get it to, can't get my computer to work right. <laughs> my phone, your computer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, do you like, do you, do you already, you already have like the, the, the casting, is that all completed? You have everybody that's going to be in it? We still have a few roles left. Um, we have, I think, one main or one lead role for a male. We have a few extras that we need to cast, but for the most part, we're we're pretty much wrapped on that. So whenever the so whenever the campaign's over, you're just going straight into. Um, have you already done any production at all yet, or? Uh, no, our waiting our for production that. isn't set until. We where our film dates are September the 1st through September the 12th. Okay, so you're just waiting till the campaign is over to start? Yes. Okay, okay. I didn't know if you already had, um, any, you know, just anything else filmed that you, you could have done, done, you know, previously. Yeah, prior to um, all of that, we're going to be doing, like, some B-roll, just some pickup shots, that kind of stuff, where we don't really need any of the cast for, um, stuff like that. Yeah, well, we'll if you do, be doing if, that. If you do a trailer, I know a guy that can do the voiceover for it. Oh yeah, <laughs> and Mr. Poe, he, he can do it for ah. you. <laughs> he was the uh, he was the voiceover for the uh, Bloody Summer Camp trailer. Oh okay, okay. 
yeah that was that was fun <laughs> dave put out a a thing on uh, Facebook, and he's like, uh, "Anybody up for some free voice work?" I'm like, "Why not? I'll try it." I thought there was. Yeah, I mean, like, hey, you never know till you try. Yeah, I was like, "There's got to be like 20 people better than what I can do." <laughs> you don't have to have and I, job. I think voiceover work sometimes is really hard because I tend to have a very southern accent, and people will they're like, "Are you from Georgia?" And I'm like, "No, <laughs> no." I get that all the time too, but um, when I hear myself, I'm like, I don't sound that bad. See, when I hear myself, I'm like, oh my God, I sound so country. <laughs> That's all right. We're both country, aren't we? <laughs> so if you could, um, on, on this film, if you, uh, if you could have any actor be in this film, mm. who would it be? <laughs> oh, there's so many people. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That's so hard. That is a pretty hard question. Um, <laughs> to pick I, from I would everybody. have to go back to a classic and probably say Nick Castle. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, would, you want, would you want him to play the killer? <laughs> um, I don't know that I would want him to play the killer so much. Um, it would be nice to see him in something different other than the killer. Um, so what um what's the plans for the music for this movie what kind of music are you going with uh well the hellfires the band itself in the movie is kind of like a a rock group um i do know i believe rebel flesh is one of the bands that is going to be doing um some of the music for the film and i believe josh has another band also that's going to be doing some of the music in the film. Um, but the band within the group or within the movie, the Hellfires is a rock group. So. Now, is that a real band or is that just a made up band for the movie? It's a made up band for the movie. Okay. Cause I know I've they, seen, they look like they're, we strategic crystal Cleveland. I'm not sure if you're familiar with her. She's absolutely gorgeous. Um, she is one of the members of our group uh, in, in the Hellfires, Kaylee Williams. She's also one of the members of our band. Roger Connors is also one of the members of our band. And then the other male lead that we haven't cast yet makes up the fourth person of the band. Okay, because I know so I've seen, I guess somebody posted a, about something about the band on Facebook. I'm trying to find it here. Oh yeah, the hell yeah, just the Hellfires. It's a picture of a girl. That's correct. It says the Hellfires. Okay, okay. So I didn't know if that was a real band or not. I didn't know what that was. No, it's the the band that we made for the movie. Okay, well, that's cool. <laughs> I do like the tagline to the 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 movie. I know um, it's been on the posters. Rock and roll doesn't die; it just goes to hell. That's yeah, that's that kick ass. I, I love it. <laughs> I was like, man, that, that that is one hell of a tagline. <laughs> we did like a little contest of whoever could give us the, the tagline. You know, you obviously got it on, on all of our promo stuff. Um, and I'm trying to think. There were so many that came through. Um, and I can see his name just like right in front of me, but I can't think of it. I, I believe his name's Anthony. Da, 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 da. Can't think of it. That's anyway, a good he, he he came up with it, um, and it, it just it fit. It it was perfect. No, it is. I think it goes with the theme because I was I was like I said the trailer kind of left me hanging. I'm like, okay, what's this about? And then I saw the the one poster <laughs> with the the claw holding a van. Yep. And then I I absolutely love the new poster. I mean, that's just with the scarecrow. Yes, I love it. I was like, I'm oh, telling you, Josh. Josh did that. Josh is fucking amazing when it comes to like the graphic art, and I mean, he's done all of the art from the whole beginning, um, and he's like been cranking out posters every <laughs> week. <laughs> but he's been doing that all by himself, and he is so amazingly talented at that I'm, I'm super envious and I tell him that all the time I'm not a graphic artist or anything of the sort but 
he he just fucking kills it. So the scarecrow is that is that something that's in the film or you know going to be in the film? It is. Yes. Okay. Because because that looks really that looks really cool. And then the other question I had is I was looking through here the uh, post you have that says check in 3 p.m. check out never with the red red summer bed is that where that's filmed at this house that's in this picture? See that looks cool. That's my house. Um, oh, is it? Okay. I just took I just took photos of my house, and Josh just kind of like changed it up a little bit. Um, there added the scarecrow, and then there's another one where he didn't really do a lot to the front of the house. He just kind of uh, added like a sign in the front and that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, I really dig that. The check in three p.m. Check out never. Yeah, that's on here. Nobody's ever checking out. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I I do love uh, when it comes to horror movies. I am a big fan of like the witchcraft movies. You know, mm-hmm. anything anything that involves witchcraft or Satanism. I'm just yeah. Really, I'm well, really I, that I mean, I do practice witchcraft. I'm very big into that. Uh, I have a 666 tattooed on the back of one leg and a Leviathan cross on the other. So um, that just kind of gives you my background. Um, so all of the, so all of the, anything, any reference to witchcraft in the movie is going to be pretty uh, accurate. Absolutely. Nice. Yep. Yeah, we are. Um, actually, I have some friends that are coming over later tonight. Like our, our thing usually on the weekends is, my Ouija board that's on the morgue table and we charge it. Uh, and, and our weekend things is, is we get on the Ouija board. Uh, we have offering cups. I mean, we, we go all out. Wow. Sounds very interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> My weekend consists of playing the switch. <laughs> <laughs> and recording uh, this podcast. Yeah. I'm a pretty, very uh well and i mean obviously my friends are we also are like it's not like we we're safe about what we do you know we've had a lot of crazy shit happen but um we are also very into the paranormal um that kind of thing so we just that's what we'd rather do is just kind of hang out on the weekends and we usually have our horror movie marathons uh and usually you know around 3 a.m the the witching hour is is when we start our ouija board and but yes everything that is going to be involved as far as witchcraft goes will be true nice but you mentioned that you mentioned that nightmare on elm street was your first horror movie what's your favorite horror movie Ooh, i knew that question was going to (laughs) hit That's probably gonna be like um, my go-to question when I do yeah. That, you know? Well, you have to ask that when you're talking yeah. to other horror enthusiasts. Um, it, it's the original Halloween, 1978. Man, you can't go wrong with that, and that's a lot of people. To, and that's my answer too. I mean, it's just everything about it. I mean, you can't yeah. beat that movie. <laughs> no, and I mean, I love, I love like horror across the board. I love shock horror. I love like a Serbian film is one of my favorite movies as well. Um, oh man, that, that, <laughs> that a that lot movie. of people can't hang with that movie. <laughs> I, I, I hung with it and I'll tell you what, that movie stayed with me for a, a minute. You know what I mean? The imagery and everything. I was like, Oh yeah. And you know what, what got me was uh, if someone tells me, Dude, don't watch this movie. It is crazy. You have to watch it. I'm going to watch it. Exactly. We were always into real snuff films, not pretend bullshit snuff films. I'm talking like on Best Gore. That was kind of when I was younger, like that was the thing was real snuff films. So any kind of movie that has that shock value I really like um but I, I love my classics you know Friday the 13th right around Elm Street Halloween oh, yeah. um Sleepaway Camp I love all of the Sleepaway Camp movies I, I love those the classics 
and I like a lot of psychological mindfuck movies. Um, you know, a lot of people don't like Rob Zombie. Either you love him or you hate him. Um, the Devil's yeah. Rejects was actually one of those movies that just had an impact on me. It was the, the music, the looks, the... Oh, the yeah. Um, but Lords of Salem... That's my favorite. The, the witch thing. I mean, it's it's one of those psychological slow burn mindfuck movies, and I it's mem I have it memorized. I can quote it word for word. Yeah, that's um, my that's my favorite Rob Zombie film right there. And nobody ever says that. Nope. <laughs> yeah, it. it's either they like House of a Thousand Corpses or The Devil's Rejects. They fucking hate his Halloween movies, and nobody ever says The Lords of Salem ever. Yeah, Lawrence. To, to me, that's his best one. That's like his best one right there. I, yeah. And I think that was Sherry Moon's her best acting. Hands yes. Was in the Lords of Salem. Yeah, we recently, well, we got an episode coming up where we talked about Midsummer. Oh, oh. my God. I love it. <laughs> yes. Um, that, oh, man. <laughs> we talked a lot about that one because we loved it so much. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you mentioned like the witchcraft. I was like, man, we should have had her on because I had yeah. so many questions. <laughs> yeah, we did. I like I like um, the difference between hereditary and how dark it was filmed and then how bright and beautiful the cinematography was in Midsummer. That's exactly what I said. Totally I said that different movie was so, It looked so beautiful, but then mm -hmm. the shit that was happening in it was just like, oh my God, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you know, but like I'm all happy, it, but then I'm also she, down at the same she, time. <laughs> she's like the, the crazy, you know, girlfriend or whatever. And at the end of it, to see that smile come across her face when her boyfriend and all those people are being burned alive, I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that we we love that movie. I mean, I, I watched it and I told Carrie, "You got to see this, man." <laughs> this and is, it's a, it's a slow. <laughs> it's just, it takes it a little bit to get going, but once it's going, like it's it's a good one. I I didn't know that I was really gonna like it going into it, but no, about the first ten minutes, and I was like, "This is my jam." Yeah, I said on the on that episode because I can say it now because this episode will be out after that one. But um, I'd said that. I would say 99% of the people that say they love it actually don't. They're just saying it because mm -hmm. they're guaranteed not that many people are getting into that movie. But I loved it. Yeah. And I think it's either they love Hereditary or Midsummer. It's not both. Both, yeah. I, I, Hereditary I, I was awesome, too. I loved it. Yes, it was brilliant. Yeah, when it comes to like other movies, though, like Mr. Poe got me, he got me hooked on a new, a new genre to me called micro budget. <laughs> yeah. <horror movies>. <laughs> They're made for, you know, $10 and a Snickers bar. <laughs> and they are weird. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Snickers bar? That's kind of highbrow, dude. Well, I guess. <laughs> got the but you know, sometimes in. when your, your budget is <laughs> limited, it's what you can come up with you know that's kind of like when your creativity is is pushed to the limits and that's for me like I think that's kind of a, a true sense of of your capability is when you don't have a big budget like that and you're you have no other option but to go with you know within your creative abilities and Put it together, and sometimes those end up being the best things. Right. Well, I've oh, got to yeah. draw. I've got to draw the line at using ketchup for blood when. Yeah. It's just yeah. easier to use carrot syrup and red food coloring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, you can even it's it's not very expensive either, really, to buy. You know, I mean, for a lot of the horror gore modeling that I do, like we literally buy it by the gallon because we use so much of it. That's just because we don't want to get like all sticky because we're usually like way out in the woods somewhere or that kind of thing. But, um, now the the what do you call it? The 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 website or the yeah the yeah. It's uh it's bloody gorgeous. 
Bloody Gorgeous. And is it just, is it like a website or? We have a website. We, there's a Facebook page, um, Instagram. It's, we're across the board. Just everywhere. Just like, just like everybody is. Yeah. (laughs) You gotta be. (laughs) So how, how long have you been doing the, the modeling? Uh, I got into, I first started with the horror gore modeling with this group in 2013. Um, and it was just the natural fit because of my love for horror. Um, and the two girls, they're, they're married that run it, um, have become my best friends over the years. And that's actually who that comes over every weekend and we do the Ouija board and all that stuff. So, um, Heather Taylor is, is the, the photographer. Um, her mind is, it just amazes me the concepts that she can come up with and things that we've, we've done in the past. Uh, we, in July, we, I don't know if you're familiar with Bovi Productions, but they do like, uh, uh, like Fright pack things, uh, that kind of stuff. In July, we did one that was a Friday the 13th part two tribute to Steve Dash. Um, And I got in my pond and elected to get drowned. And then my head was chopped off. Um, And and there's a lot of like nudity and stuff like that in in this modeling. Last weekend, we sat here in my living room because Bobby is now getting ready to do a metal box. Um, so we did some exclusive photos for that box, which involved me pouring hot candle wax all over my chest. So, yeah. Yikes! So did, did you do it? Did you do a shoot with a, a big muscular guy with a a sack on his head? Uh. If that is if, a Friday. If, if not, I'm on the wrong site. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying He's to. He's not very it. muscular, though. No, no, okay, I'm on the wrong site. Then. <laughs> I mean, he had like the burlap sack on his head, and he had like on a blue-looking flannel shirt with a pair of bibs. No, yeah, I was, I was definitely on the wrong site. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you go? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's all it's G O R E in all caps, and then it's G E O U S. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll look for that later. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so, um, I guess just to go back to the bloody summer camp, is there any? Anything else you want to say about the film? Red Red Summer Massacre. I'm sorry. Yes. Sorry. We, we <laughs> he, just done, he gets we just done that one. Last, <laughs> it's okay. Plus, we just done that one last week. So it's okay. Red um, Summer Massacre. Anything you want to tell our listeners? Um, what I would like to say is is that this is going to be a movie for everyone because we are bringing in all three of the elements of the slasher gore monster elements as well as that psychological slow burn kind of of vibe um so we we did that on purpose because we want this movie to be appealing to everyone um we like i said we have the best cast and crew um i've named off several there's we we have a not a huge cast but i mean it's pretty big um and, and they're just so good. And everybody has been working extremely hard, um, promoting the film, sharing all of the, the posts that we have. Um, we, like I said, we've got Samantha Marie who did a teacher shortage. Uh, I think it's my ex-girlfriend is a serial killer. So she is our producer. We have Noelle Berger, who is one of our associates. Um, Heather, I don't want to butcher her name. I want to say it's for for Nelly or for Telly. Um, she is one of our associates. Um, but we just have a really, really good cast and crew, and everybody's working super hard. Um, and 
we we just want everybody to love it you know i know not everybody's going to love it that's what we want um and we, we have, especially on the day that we launch our Indiegogo campaign, there will be exclusive perks for that day only. Okay, nice. And then, so now is the, can, is the website for that set up now? Like, can people go to it? You know, is there like a URL you can give for it or? or is for it, the Indiegogo you, yet? Yeah, yeah. Can you not get to it until it launches or? Yeah, we can't go get to it till it launches. Okay, okay. And that's February the 7th, right? February the 7th. And trust, we will all be like, between now and then, that's all you're going to see. <laughs> so they can, so, okay, let's do this. So shout out everywhere they can find Red Summer Massacre on social media. Uh, we have on social media on Facebook, we have a group page where all you have to do is, you know, request to join the group. We bring you in. We also have just a general page that you can like. Um, so between those two, everything is shared there. And then between all of us that are either cast and or crew, we will all be sharing that information. Um, we also have a Instagram page under Red Summer Massacre, um, and I believe there is a Twitter page as well. Okay, sweet. Awesome. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm really excited for this one, um, and I will definitely be uh, getting something whenever the campaign launches. Oh, thank on you. On the 7th, I'm just not sure what I'm going to get yet, <laughs> but I will definitely yeah. get something. There's, like I said, we, we intentionally did, we were going to do it like right at the beginning, like of January. And we were like, you know, people are just getting done with the holidays and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Let's wait a little bit. Wait around for tax time. That's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that extra money, man. Yeah. People are getting that income tax that they can't wait to blow through. They, blow, it, exactly. blow it on a really good movie. But we wanted to have a lot of platforms set up. So, you know, the smallest is I think like five or 10 bucks, you know, all the way up to like maybe a hundred, a couple hundred, something to that degree. But we wanted a, a whole gamut of things that would, you know, everybody could take advantage of because not everybody really can do the a hundred dollar thing. I see this shirt you have here with the, uh, I guess that one poster has the girl's face with the spider. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm digging that t-shirt. That, uh, that is that, Brittany Blanton's face. That may be what yeah. I have to go for then. I have to go for the t-shirt. <laughs> we're we're going to have that one. We're going to have the one uh, where the, uh, the van with the pentagram, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a t-shirt for that one. And then I think we are going to do a t-shirt with the scarecrow as well. Sweet. I may have to get three t-shirts then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be broke before this. Yeah. I'm going to be broke before this film season's <laughs> over with. Um, so where can they find you like your, you know, if they want to follow you on Twitter or. Um, on Facebook, I'm just under Whitney Calsey Benson. Um, it's. C-A-U-S-E-Y. Um, that's the middle part there. Everybody is like, huh? <laughs> 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 There's that. On Instagram, I am under Bloody Gore Whore. And on Twitter, I am Gore Whore 12. Nice. <laughs> Which I think we follow you on Twitter, too. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not on the. I gave the Twitter over to Mr. Poe. I'm not. Yeah. Twitter, Twitter is like my. I'm, I'm too old. For Twitter. <laughs> I, I might hop over on it every now and then, but I'm primarily either Facebook or Instagram. So. Yeah, I think every everybody is. Um, Twitter is nice to have, and there's some people that just exclusively use that. You know. It's just weird. Something everybody has their preference, but yeah, Facebook and Instagram. I mean, I have I have a lot of friends who are in the adult entertainment industry, and of course, you know, there's yeah. nothing filtered, and anything goes on Twitter. Yeah, and I, I support <laughs> my friends who are in that industry. So, um, see, Tumblr Tumblr used to be good for that, but now they're not since Yahoo. Everybody's Tumblr. getting so finicky about it, and now it's kind of like Patreon, where you know you kind of have to have a monthly pay per service kind of thing right yeah yeah 
All right. Well, it was really good talking to I had This was a really good um, interview. I loved this one. I'm starting to really enjoy doing interviews, and this was a really good one. <laughs> thank you so much. I'm so happy to do it, and thank you guys for having me. Yeah, th- I mean, despite the technical difficulties, <laughs> yeah, this was, really I mean, this, was, this was a good one. I loved it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm real excited about the film. Um, you guys, y'all are, y'all are working your butts off over there. I tell, I mean, I keep up with you on uh, Facebook, and I see the new posts. Like you said, you know, Josh puts out a new. Uh, Josh is firing them out, man. He's on it. <laughs> and the, the last one he put is the scarecrow one. He goes, this is the last one, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, uh, I mean, I I always, I, I love indie film. I mean, I'm, I'm just, um, I'm excited for this one. And there's a lot of projects I'm excited for, and I can't wait to see what everybody comes out with. And, um, yeah, thanks for taking the time out, you know, and coming over here and talking to us guys. No problem. I'm anytime I'm down. Awesome. All right. So Mr. Poe, where can they find you on the internet? Oh, they can find me on the slasher app at they call me Mr. Poe. They can find me on Twitter with the same handle. And of course, uh, B movie TV, watch the sci-fi side show, eight o'clock, wherever your eight o'clock is. Yes. And you can find me on Twitter at 1313 Inc. And of course, we have the Facebook groups, the Facebook page. Uh, we're on Instagram and everything else. And then also don't forget this uh, this August, you can come see us at the uh, Fear Fest West Virginia and yep. Pipe STEM. We're going to be there with a, we're gonna have a table set up and we're going to be selling T-shirts and uh, hopefully selling some stickers and giving some stuff away. So <clears throat> make sure you come by and see us there. And Whitney, again, thank you for, thank you for coming on here. This was awesome. Thank you for having me.